0: What if we swiped left on like the love of our life? Like, fuck.
1: (laughs) What are you looking for? This is one of the questions Bumble asks you when preparing to find you the love of your life, among other essential prompts like your favorite travel story and your go-to song,
0: as if you could choose. Here's the lowdown. Love has gone digital. We live in a time where sliding in DMs and mindlessly swiping right is commonplace, and typically the Kickstarter for finding the one. Based on a shitty joke of a bio and a portfolio of average-looking selfies, we choose who to get coffee with and who to give our number to. Instead of mustering up the courage to ask someone on a date in person, you can say,
2: Hey, you're sexy.
0: Three wise, And it might even go better.
2: Interestingly enough, students here at the University of Michigan have created the Michigan Marriage Pact, a survey of 24 finely tuned questions, mostly about your sex life, in order to help lonely undergraduates get matched with other contenders in, in this upcoming cuffing season. Our sister podcast, The Daily Weekly, did an entire episode on this. Here's a small snippet.
0: The Michigan Marriage Pact was launched on October 19th. The survey lasts only 24 days and gives U of M students an opportunity to find the one. Currently, 5,000 students have filled it out. That's one in six undergrads. While the internet connects people at astounding rates, we wonder what the implications are of relationships, especially romantic ones, being so heavily based in tech.
3: However, here at Arts Interrupted, we're going to take a long look into dating in the modern age. More particularly, we're looking into the apps like Tinder, Hinge, Grindr, and Bumble that permeate our particular college. Are these apps cheapening love? Is everyone afraid to be in a relationship? Will we ever find love?
2: Seriously, please help. <laughs> You're
3: about to find out in Episode 8 of Season 4 of Arts Interrupted, the Michigan Daily's premier arts and culture podcast.
0: So we're going to start just by talking about the differences in these I guess I'll start with Tinder. Tinder is, I think, the, the, the easiest app there is. Actually, Grindr might be, now that I'm saying this out loud.
2: Wait, what do we, what are we asking for easiest? Is it, like, easiest to, like, you know... Nope,
0: nope, that's <sighs> not what I meant. I meant in terms of, like, the detail of the app itself. Like, Tinder is bio... You maybe you link your Instagram and your Spotify, and that's it. Whereas like Bumble is like questions, and then Hinge is like very I descriptive s- questions that like.
2: I think that you're just Bumble fan playing right now. I'd say that no. All, that's exactly how it's organized. I'd say that it's they're all like extremely really correct. I'd say they're all really like easy, and that's like the reason why they're so successful. Yeah. Because there's like no effort. Sure. To get into. Them. And that's the point. Well, it's catered
3: to. I mean, Tinder is catered to the whole population because they want to get everyone on the app. You know, they want everyone to find love. I also
0: think we have to consider <laughs> <Bullshit. it's>, like <laughs> where the internet dating started and it was like what, like match.com right. and like that type of stuff. And then Tinder became a way for you to say if you think someone is hot or not. Like at its core, it is about wanting to have sex with someone. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel like just the accessibility of the different platforms like Match or eHarmony like you had to like log on to your computer and like go through all this and also you had to pay for those services too but then with Tinder it's like oh I'm on the toilet might as well swipe for a little bit you know it's very passive and very like just you know it's a thing that you can just do when you're bored even if you're not actively searching anything out
2: i mean because i know it's a joke for like everyone but like tinder is literally a game yeah it <laughs> Yeah. I I don't play play the game of Tinder too seriously. But I definitely see like people they just like message stuff to people just to see if they get a response. And it's weird.
0: That is true, but it's also um I there are success stories.
2: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Like there's actually more than you think. Like I have a really really good friend that just met his girlfriend on there like Someone I know that's been dating their significant other for three years from Tinder.
3: Both of my sisters have met their significant others on Tinder. Like I don't, I don't understand how.
0: Yeah, and so I think that we can go into like maybe how people might do this. Um, I think a lot of it is based on just like the initial profile.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so like when I'm creating my profile, like I what I like do is I tend to do like a funny bio and I'll link my Spotify. Um, this is like a yes. big thing for me, because um, I look deeply, maybe too deep, into people's Spotify sections. Like, right off the bat, if they have like an XXS oh. Tentacion song, that's like it's not, over. That's not
2: too deep, that's just it's normal. Over.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's over. like you or know.
2: Ju- I include Juice mm-hmm. World on that too, but like not okay. for the same reason.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> and just like, you know, music is definitely a big part of my life, and if it's, if it's just so off base, then, Clearly, we're, we're, I'm not going to swipe. Get but, you know, bios, I think, bios and music are just, like, the biggest things for me. Um, I guess we, we would say looks, probably. But, I mean, I, I think it's lower than, like, bi- if they have a really funny, intriguing bio, then, like, I'll probably swipe right.
3: Like, the bios and the music and, like, those additions are there so that it can seem more than just, like, you know... Um, basing someone off of their looks, yet it's like you have to scroll down and look for the muse, like in the design it's still kind of the same. Other apps, like Grindr, are geared towards gay, bi, and trans people, and I think you can see that in the bit of the, desi- in the design. Like it, um, it shows everyone in your area instead of matching with one-on-one people, and then you can just message them whenever you want, and then they can respond. It's a lot more open. I think it's cause like the amount of um, gay people in the area is a lot lower, mm. but yet it's like, it's kind of scary. Like I got it for one night and no one has their name there. It's just like emojis or just their active like symbol, like if they're active or not.
0: So like, would you say it's more for sex? Yes. Like, right off the bat, like... You
3: can tell it's hookup culture, like, mm. 100%. People say they're looking for relationships, but my friends still get, you know, those... Those booty call... Yeah. Messages, like, it gets...
2: Also, important to note, you can't send photos on Tinder, but you can send photos on Grinder, Which, you know, gets it on the news. Jeez.
0: So. Yeah, that's actually kind of scary to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, to each their own, right? Yeah. But... I don't know, like just the fact that you don't can't have names and it it's not like personal you can, at but all. No one it, does. It's more like your body. Like I don't know. That just oh, it scares me.
2: <laughs> then there's some people I've I've seen my friends go through it, who have like no profile picture and they just like message people and that's like really like weird power dynamic because you might have like a photo of yourself on it, but like the other person doesn't and that's like wow it might be just
3: like a jersey or their chest or their abs or su- something like it gets quite like predatory. erotic ero- erotic it doesn't <laughs> no predatory not, is a better word <laughs> not personal there's like it's yeah. not relation it's not for relationships it seems yeah. like it's like purely for hookups
0: So once you, like, swipe right, like, there's, like, this initial conversation, and I think it can go, like, one of two ways, right? It can be, like, you just stop talking um, after a certain point on Tinder, or you, like, get their Snapchat, right?
3: And these different sources of information that we can get from people sometimes implies that they're looking for, you know, different forms of a relationship. Like, from Snapchat, do they just want to hook up, like... You know, are they, are they looking for something real unless they ask for your Instagram or even your number?
0: Yeah, and I think here, like, what we're kind of getting to is this, like, internet dating. It distances you from, I don't know, intimate conversation, real conversation. We think that, like, Snapchat has less stakes because it's, like, it can, the, the text disappears and it's very casual and like personally, it's it's easier to not respond to someone via Snapchat. Whereas like if you get their number, there's like this sense of like obligation to respond. And I think you know, we can talk a little bit of that later about how this like need to like constantly be in conversation with somebody who you like think has potential, and that's like scary to a lot of people. But you know we've built this pressure around um, conversation that it's hard to escape it and hard to like, I guess, like articulate that maybe you don't believe in that, you know?
2: Yeah. I think it's also interesting how like social and dating life has just become like linked to certain apps. And it's not right. like the fact that it's linked to the phone specifically, it's how specific each app is. like. If you're looking to find someone, you go right to Tinder, then like you go from Tinder to Snapchat. Instagram. And then, like, Tinder in, like there's like connections. There's like an order that you have to go through, which I think is crazy. Yeah. But also it could just be me being angry because I deleted Instagram and Snapchat and now I don't have those avenues.
3: With like with Instagram, we can see how they want to display themselves to like their peers and everyone else on the internet. So it it's interesting when you see someone's Tinder and then find their Instagram and how it's like not the same at all. Like maybe the pictures are different. Like how do they want to be? Seen?
1: Yeah, I think that definitely like brings up the whole idea that like these apps are really based on presentation and how you choose to present yourself to the world. You know, it's very artificial. It's very highly curated and like highly, you know, stylized or, you know, it's the same way that just Instagram works in general and that you're. Picking the pictures that you think are the most interesting or in which you look the best. And it's like, I think that might be why there's also a hesitance to like go beyond Snapchat or go beyond digital interaction. Because it's like, well, I don't know if I can necessarily live up to these pictures that I've shared 100% of the time. Because no one can, you know? Unless
2: you only take bad photos of yourself.
1: Mm. Nice pull.
0: <laughs>
3: Low
2: standard.
0: <laughs> I guess do that if you want successful relationships is the lesson that we're learning. Yeah, no, and I think that's just like an innate like part of social media is just like the presence of, you know, you're be- living your best life when in reality it's like not like that, obviously. But I think for like dating apps too, like there, it's hard to like, Force conversation sometimes. Like, it's hard to, like, oh, if my bio's funny, but then you come at me with, like, a hey, what do I say to that? Like, hi? Like, I don't, like, you know, like, it's just the way that people interact over the internet is different, too. Like, people have different, like, languages that they speak v- over the internet. People have different, like, Twitter lingo or, like, ways that they converse with their friends. And it's so hard to like meet a random person and have that connection without knowing them prior and how you should deliver your speech to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so hard to convey
1: things. I think this is something that's been talked about before. Hard to convey sarcasm or just tone and stuff. And like it might, if you're like really dry or like punctuation and stuff, even like someone might be really exclamation mark heavy and like that can be weird. And it's just like, how do you like, yeah. (laughs) And that's like, that's cool. I don't know, but it's hard.
3: Like how are you able to establish those like micro personality like those features that like could really outline who you are and how you interact with someone in your everyday life that's like important
2: let's say that one of these apps goes well and you start texting someone and then you go through this weird period of, like, talking. Right. But, like, what does talking mean to both of you?
0: I I just, like, remember having that conversation with, like, my parents when they'd be like, oh, like, you're seeing someone. I'm like, no, we're talking. Talking is essentially dating someone. Yes, like, it's having constant conversation. It's hanging out. Sharing interests and, like, talking about your life and stuff yeah getting to know somebody which is dating but i don't know why our generation is so scared of the word dating it's like crazy
2: i think it's because they don't want to be pinned down you know because there's like it's so easy to like explore with the apps like you have constant access to it and because you know if you're dating someone you're typically exclusive not always that they don't want to like limit themselves, which is completely fair, because like we're all young, like we we're still figuring shit out. So I mean, it makes complete sense to me. It, I personally don't think it makes sense for myself, but for our generation, definitely.
0: There's kind of two extremes for when you're on this app, these apps. Um, it's either someone that's like really invested in looking for a relationship, like they are so like all in. This is how they're gonna do it. This is what they want or it's just casual sex. Like I don't think it's for like looking for options or seeing how things go. Like it's more just like you either want this easy quick <laughs> fix or you want to like really invest in someone and I think that's like a hard thing to do if you know dating online just like isn't really your thing
2: which is why you should dip from the friend pool, right? That's
0: a horrible, that's horrible advice. (laughs) Absolutely awful.
3: So once you start getting deep in these conversations and maybe things don't go to plan, we often see this phenomenon, which is known as ghosting, where someone will just leave the conversation. They won't say anything. They'll just leave, maybe leave them on red not do anything or there's an alternative where they will maybe mark a text with a thumbs up or they'll just comment over it, you know, via iMessage and just not say anything. And that is another term of ghosting. It That's soft ghosting. But how have you guys experienced ghosting before?
2: I don't know if For I sure. have, but sure. I just want to like say that when people do a, a response on your message and don't message anything, like it's over. I'm not texting you.
0: Yeah. That's how I end conversations. If it's, Wow. Well, what do, you, do I have to say bye to you? Especially if it's somebody that I talk to like frequently and that I know we're going to text again and I like something. It's just like, okay, that's like a pause. Like, you know, like, I'll be back. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't I do it so. to somebody that I'm starting to get to know to like sign off. It's, it's usually just for like my friends and I'm like, haha, like, <laughs> I'm done with this conversation now, but I w- I will, we will return to this because we talk a lot. Like, you know, like, I don't I don't think I mean it, like, maliciously.
3: Like, I've been ghosted on Instagram, which was, like... Oh, buddy. And you can see if they're active or not. They turned their active status off. And um, it's just, you know, they read it very late, but uh, that kind of hurt, you know? But I feel like
0: I'm a ghoster. Yeah? Not, Not, like, purposefully. Like, maybe I don't see it as the same, like... Potential that somebody else might see it, and I just kind of like dip out. I don't know. I get really
3: bored easily. Like, is there any? How do you say? Can you say anything to someone? Like, it, it's such an awkward situation yeah. to try to. I try get to out be upfront
0: and say, like, I'd like to be friends, <laughs> but then like, this no, one wants to hear that. no one wants to hear that. So maybe you have to go sometimes. That's
2: justifiable it could be no, but ju- ghosting's justifiable i mean now nev- you when it comes to people who you like just met and they're like starting to make you uncomfortable like you don't owe them a message
1: i think it definitely depends on the circumstances if it's like your significant other of two years just stops talking to you that's like not justifiable yeah no but like i think if we're talking about in the context of casual dating where there's no nothing really like established or defined it's like what they you know yeah.
3: And, I mean, I think I think it could be justifiable if you're – maybe you've texted for, like, one or two days and you're like, this is not it. Yeah. But if it's, like, a really short conversation, like, literally, like, one exchange of just, like, the quick, like, couple five minutes texting and then they just ghost you and, like, they don't even know you yet. Like, unless they picked I don't up know, on that's, things they don't that's, like.
0: I feel like I do that, though. Like, and if it's, really like, really quick, quick, I'm just, like, not feeling it off the bat. I also have really, I think I have really high expectations for myself and like what I want, like an ideal relationship to be because I'm, like we said, like I don't really like using Tinder because I, I don't actually think we talked about this yet, but like meeting somebody in person is of course the ideal, like it is the, what we want, how we want it to happen.
2: Hence the friend pool.
0: God damn it. (laughs) Will. (laughs) But I think if it's like, if it doesn't click immediately i don't feel like putting in time into something that i know that like won't blossom if that makes sense like i think i think we all have maybe i have this perfect picture of like clicking instantly and like definitely knowing it'll go somewhere like after a while but if it's like if the conversation's kind of boring like for a few days or for like a, a couple i don't know for a lot of a couple instances where we've interacted like Uh, it's hard to put into energy to, like, form a bond. Like, I don't want to have to try so hard to get someone to, like, relate to me, if that makes sense. That's okay. Yeah. So that's why I'm a ghoster.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I think, like, an important thing for me with any relationship is that you should be able to be, like, friends before. Like, obviously, it makes it really complicated, like, leading up to anything. And also, it makes it really hard because then you like start guessing yourself second yeah second guessing yourself but I do think it's like super important to be able to just be friends with someone without having like the air of like ooh sexuality and you know thick in the air as they say no one says that um but like it is very important to me to just be able to like talk to them and not have any like tension or like expectations um
0: but isn't Once you start developing feelings for your friend, then you start to have those that tension and those expectations.
2: Well then you should tell your friend.
0: Yeah. But then it gets complicated if they don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah.
2: Well yeah, I think it definitely gets complicated, but I think it's it's more feasible slash like healthy than going on an app and like meeting random people.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Don't at me. Uh, No,
0: no, (laughs) I agree because like I mean that's the only way I've like really ever developed like things is through like friendships mm-hmm. and like meeting people. Like I've never actually developed something super personal through a dating app. It's just yet. like it's yet, yet. <laughs> but like I said, I, I really don't try that hard. So I highly yeah. doubt it'll happen.
2: Which I guess kind of speaks to like where we are in life right now that like, I don't think that we, any of us are really like trying that hard for a relationship just because we have like class And we have other things. (laughs) Baseline, we're busy. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it—it's kind of the reason why I use these apps and like relationships are at least on my mind is because like it's always possible you can just like stumble upon something, and obviously it's going to take more effort than just stumbling upon it. But like, I'll know when I know, and that's all I can really do. I can just go through my life, and when I'm like, hey she's cute as hell then I'm gonna be like all right I'll put my neck out there but it, I don't think oh, it's ever gonna be we'll it's ever to gonna love, be
0: guys
2: me going on tinder and like slaping I'm like dang I want to really like cuff this girl like no just if that ever happens to me by the way you can just like
0: we're gonna play this back and see yeah, yeah. uh
3: for listening to Arts Interrupted. We are now on Spotify, so give us a follow if you feel like it. As usual, our episode is brought to you by executive producer Sam Small, content creators Emily Ole, Will Peterson, and Max Rosenswag. Our audio producer is Spencer Harris, and our audio engineer is me, Ryan Cox. And finally, our music is brought to you by Big Bad Chad Brad Gerwin. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.